What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. The blitz coming. Stafford is smashed. Another sack by Reddick, and the Eagles take over. What is going on, Eagles fans? You are Philadelphia Eagles 5 0. 5-0 following the 23-14 defeat of the Los Angeles Rams. I almost called them the wrong city because so many teams move around, I forget who is where. You wouldn't believe it was a home game, though, Stephen, based on that uh, that crowd turnout. Obviously, we had Liberty Line boys that went down there with fans of Philly, but man, you saw clips of the crowds, and I know that the Rams are like new to the city and all this and that, and I guess there's more Niners fans, more Raiders fans around the area but my goodness all you saw was eagles green in that stadium it was reminiscent of that chargers game in 2017 that they took over i guess uh california is just a uh, casual <laughs> casual fans but five and oh nonetheless for the philadelphia eagles their best win to, to the season the best win of the season i would say their best win to date as far as 2023 is concerned we got 2022 vibes in this game uh from my perspective anyway i can't wait to talk about it with you guys what's going on y'all welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod, brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I'm your host, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod. Do the same for my faithful co-host on the other side, Stephen Conrad Jr. Stephen, you got to feel good. This has been the most complete game we've seen from the Eagles this year. There's obviously still mistakes they have to work out, especially in the red zone. But you can't be upset with uh, with five and zero. Still them. And the 49ers remaining undefeated. I saw last night's Sunday night game as kind of a win-win. If the 49ers win, uh, the Eagles have a two-game lead in the division. If Dallas wins, then the Eagles are the lone remaining undefeated team in the league. But Dallas is uh, doing what typical Dallas does. First of all, Dak is ass. Three picks, bro. Three picks. Mm. I, 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 that man is that man is has some stuff points. to figure out. Ten Score. points. Ten points. They got some things to first, figure first out. First of all. Dak is ass in Dallas. They got some things to figure out over there. But Stephen, talk to me. How you feel about this win? Initial thoughts after after the victory as the Eagles move on for their fifth win of the season. Yeah, probably 
the most complete effort, we would say, on both sides of the ball so far this season. Um, you saw a little bit of everything. I guess the only thing you didn't really see was a true... Ah, uh, this isn't the right way to put it. Because uh, Jalen ran for 72 yards. You, you saw you saw a lot of things from last year. You you mentioned how it looked a lot like 2022. In my opinion, it absolutely did. In the passing game on offense, and then Jalen obviously running the ball, leading the charge, running the ball for the Eagles. Although somehow, if I'm, I'm looking at it, dude, I don't know how DeAndre Swift finished with 70 rush yards. I feel like... It didn't feel, feel like, like it, did it? Yeah, they used him in the pass game, uh, which is another thing, by the way, Shout out to a huge, much-awaited and, and anticipated and prayed-for return of Dallas Goddard, dominant <laughs> Dallas Goddard game. Sure. The entire drive, the entire first drive was scripted to get him the ball, and it worked. You saw everything. The tight end screens, getting him the ball down the field. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you want to do. Um, somebody outside of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith needs to do something for this team if they want to win you know, big and, and have a deep run. Uh you know, I, I think I have a feeling we're going to touch on Devontae Smith at some point in, in you know, this podcast. I'm not going to say anything too much right now. Um, you can't really complain too much when you had two guys over 100, over 100 receiving yards. A.J. Brown is he's got to be what he's top five or top three this year of all, all receiving yards. Right. He has to be. he's I fourth mean, he's, right now, fourth in the league in receiving yards currently. Yep. Can't be, yeah. So can't be too upset with that. They're winning games. They're five and zero. Um, so a lot of things we say on here will be nitpicking. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you though. I was. Th- this game could have, if you if you really look at it, man. The second half could have played out a lot differently if, if, if a few things didn't uh, go their way at the end of the first half. I feel like. Um, oh, for sure. But at the I same the- time, the Eagles definitely. It, the one drive we just stalled out, we probably could have scored a touchdown in the red zone. We decided to just, I don't really know what we did there. It's why Jason Kelsey was upset, visually upset on the sideline. We kind of just mm-hmm. like waved the way. It was the right thing to do. I think it put us up nine. I want to say it put us up nine at that point. Yeah. So it's at like, that point, it's two possessions. There's not much time left. The game's essentially over. You even saw the Rams mail it in at the end. They were conceding the loss at, at that point. I don't think the score is really an indication of like how, how much the Eagles kind of dominated this game because you think of like the pick that hurts through a good playback killer with a spoon of some drives that did stall out and points left on the field because of not being able to finish drives when they get to the red zone. Uh, but I think when you look at total yards, the Eagles 454, the Rams 249, the Eagles had 28 first downs. The Rams had just 17 time of possession, 38 minutes. The Rams just 22. That seems to be a recurring theme outside of the Washington game. I'm pretty sure the Eagles have had 37 plus minutes time of possession in every game except that one last week. So they 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 hammered down after the second half, but to your point, there was there was a lot of momentum swings, I feel like especially in the first half. The way this game was going, I was like this game's going to be 45-42 at the end of this. Yeah. It's basically going to be whoever gets whoever gets the ball last. Uh but to your point, you talked about the end of the half. That kind of I think this is where the Rams lost some composure i left something out of it too i believe that was was it in the first half when quez decided to just bounce that screen pass pretty oh, much outside yeah. when uh, aj and Devonte both had beautiful blocks for him all he had to do was fall forward that drive stalled yeah. out and i think i want to say they had to punt because of it did I, they I or did they settle for a field nonetheless Nonetheless, it was it was it was. I got a lot of things to say about about the Quez Watkins experience to this point. That is just you're supposed to go. First of all, I'll, I'll say this: number one, 
third and two, I'm not throwing to Quez Watkins. He's the last, probably the fifth, well, sixth option. I actually like the call there. Like, I like the like, call. I don't like the person no. they're throwing to. I'm not throwing. I'm throwing to Smitty. I'm throwing to AJ. I'm throwing to Goddard. I'm throwing to a number of other guys before I even consider throwing to Quez. And even so, even if you want to throw to him, okay, fine. They gave him, to your point, a good play call. You just move upfield two, three yards, and that's a first down. What does he do? He decides to avoid contact, bounce outside, run right into a defender. Sirianni was pissed off. Devontae Smith was visibly pissed off. He walked mm. to the other side of the whole field because he couldn't even deal deal with that. He's like, I can't be around this. I need to I need to go blow off some steam. So it was it was it was a lot. We'll talk about Quez in, in just a second here. But I want to focus on the the last possession of that first half because if the Rams stand pat and don't give up any points, it's a much different game in the second half. I believe, but you have Hertz to AJ Brown for 38 yards on that slant with 17 seconds left. The one hand grab that was amazing, caught, caught right in stride. And then you also have the horse collar that added some additional yardage to the end of that play. So you have that. Then you have the defensive pass interference on AJ Brown in the end zone with two seconds left. That puts you on the goal line. I was thinking, I was like, yo, do you take the points here? Or do you, you're going to shove it. That's that's what you're going to do. You're going to shove it. Immediately, that was the first thought. Everybody in the stadium was like, they're going to touch push it. They're going to get in. And, of course, they go to the play that cannot be stopped and cannot be replicated. The, the brotherly shove, the touch push, maybe it'll be banned next year. Maybe it won't be. Who knows? The league wants to look into it now because other teams are carelessly trying and getting other players hurt. And it's a whole mess right now. But the Eagles execute it at an uh, at a, at a elite level. Steven, for QB sneak conversions, as far as percentage is concerned, since 2022, sneak conversions on third and fourth and ones since 2022, the Eagles are converting at a 92.5% conversion rate. The rest of the NFL are converting at just an 81% conversion rate as far as QB sneaks go. And we're running it, I feel like, way more. And fourth and one. And we run it like a well-oiled machine. Kelsey gets absolutely demolished every single time because he has to get low enough to, to do it. But everybody... On the Eagles offensive line, even we'll talk about Sua Apeta and the job he did on Aaron Donald as well. But everybody wants to wants to try and uh, and out the tush push and ban it and all this stuff. And teams are trying. So there's no point in banning it. You can't ban something because other teams can't do it. Oh, wow. Cooper Cup is amazing on the routes he runs. They should ban those routes because like that's how that's how dumb it sounds. Because one team is good at it. You should ban it. No, figure out how to counter it. And if you can't, then kudos to that to that to that other team. But but you mentioned Steve the the way that I think that once the Eagles punched it in and went into the half with the lead, I think that took a lot of the wind out of the sails of of the Rams going into halftime, and I think they came out a little bit dejected and allowed the Eagles to to put their foot on the throats in the second half. Yeah, it's a part of me when I look at that. Obviously, I was absolutely blown away. I was like, wow, very impressive. Uh, did not want to go into half trailing. Or even trailing by as much as seven didn't feel great. I was about okay that. with a field goal. I was okay going in yeah. time. I would I would have took that. Um You know, there's something to be said about this team. We always talk about how many different ways this team can win. Uh you know, as far as scoring, it seems like, you know, it's always these long methodical drives. Obviously there's always the threat of the home run ball with this team just because of all the playmakers we have. But um usually for the most part it feels like this offense tends to play the possession game. Uh clockwork and stuff like that right they like to control the clock but it's nice to see that they can score in a variety of ways literally 30 seconds to score a touchdown is nuts considering sometimes you know they can really do an eight it's like chiefs-esque it's like chiefs mahomes-esque getting the field down but like at 38 yards and chunks they gave that up in chunks the horse collar certainly didn't help the rams the defensive pass interference certainly there's a lot of horse collars in this game a lot lot. horse collars this week even even yesterday in the in the sunday night game 
Uh, there's a lot of horse collars. It's tough to get these players to the ground, and players are trying to hit without being fined, so let's just grab the horse collar and drag these dudes to the ground. Yeah, uh, the one came at a really, really bad time for the Eagles. I want to say it was like a third and 26, and I'm like, oh, man, there's just no way they give this up, and boom, horse collar. I believe it was a horse collar, right? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of that uh, going around, but the Eagles were able to... You know what, though? If you wipe that away, I believe that was the uh, Rams' first possession of the second half. If you wipe that away... Who knows, like, how little that offense does in the second half, you know? Yeah, I know. Like, just think about that. I know. The Rams did not run a single play in Eagles territory in the entire second half. They didn't. They, they were shut out the whole second half, and they never even made it across the 50-yard line in the uh, in the second half. So that's good on them because when the when the, when the game started and we were like, is Cooper Cup, like, what, what kind of Cooper Cup are we going to get? And that question was answered right away. Six catches, 95 yards in the first half. They had Goodrich out there to start. They had Eli Ricks in there for some reps. Eventually, Darius Slay switched on to him, and even he got burned a little bit on that route. And I was like, oh, man, we're just all going to have to take turns on guarding Cooper Cup and seeing who works best. And who would have thought that Mr. Bradley Roby, who joined the team five days ago, five days ago, and I get it, like, nickel is, like, not the hardest position in the world to learn. You can only run a certain amount of coverages. But for him to come in here, we don't even know if this dude is in game shape. He comes in here, 25 coverage snaps, six targets, only two receptions allowed for negative four receiving yards and gives up zero touchdowns. That is a commendable effort to try and keep Puka Nakua as well as Cooper Cup in check. That's a tall task, especially from an accurate passer like uh, like Matthew Stafford. And Bradley Roby is up to the task. We'll have to watch the, the All-22 when it comes out to see exactly how Sean Desai was able to limit those two in the second half. But I'm going to go on the record and say that Bradley Roby had a lot to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a fantastic game from him. And also, I mean, you know, it seems like this defensive line tends to feast in the second half. They start winning more. They start getting to the quarterback. The Rams came out with a really good game plan. It's pretty obvious how you want to face this Eagles defense, get the ball out quick, uh, attempt to run it just to mix it up. It doesn't usually work too well. I, I feel like yeah, it looks like uh, yeah. Kyron Williams had 53 yush yards. Doesn't mm-hmm. even feel like he had that. Doesn't even feel like he had that. I, I yeah. think that's the most a running back has had, by the way. That's the season. most before before uh, yesterday. The most a back had was 45 yards. So congratulations to Kyron Williams for being the new leader, <laughs> leading rusher against the Eagles this year. His prop was under 56 and a half, and I had mm-hmm. that, and I was sweating it because once he was he was kind of getting like eight nine yard chunks later in the game, and I was like, oh no, this this isn't very good. Uh, but yeah, Cooper Cup only had uh, two catches for 23 yards in the second half. Some of that is probably a testament to like getting a little fatigued at the end of the game. He hasn't played a full game in a while. I'm sure he's still getting his legs underneath him. He is probably he tired. He still has it, though. Man. I'll tell you that, man. Oh, he's still oh, he's still, has it. He's still, a part of me was wondering, like when Puka Nakua was going off the first four weeks, I was like, yo, are we over, are we like overvaluing Cooper Cup? Like is Cooper Cup, like not over, are we overrating Cooper Cup? Because Whoa. of what the Rams do, but he 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 went in there quick and showed showed yeah. off why why he's so great. And Puka Nakua also still very good. The Eagles held him to a season low, seventy one yards. Some of that is attested to uh, Cooper Cup now joining the fray, taking some targets away. Uh, but they did a good job of of limiting him as well. Very good touchdown catch over Bradbury though. I thought Bradbury played good coverage. I saw Twitter kind of saying he got cooked, he got burned. Oh my God! I think Bradbury couldn't put himself in much better position. Than where he was to guard Puka Nakua, but Matthew Stafford put it put it right in the breadbasket. It's tough to guard uh, uh, players who can get separation um, like that. Speaking of the Rams uh, defensively, Aaron Donald, who who historically doesn't do a whole lot versus the Eagles, zero tackles for loss, zero sacks, zero QB hits in this game, and a lot of that 
can be to the credit of Mr. Sua Opeta, who we kind of made. Well, I didn't make fun of him. I just know Steven doesn't like him very much. But he came in here and allowed zero sacks, zero QB hits, and just three pressures, Steven, for Sua Opeta. I think that Jeff Stoutland at some point has to be handed a blank check because regardless of who is in this offensive line, we know Lane is great. We know Kelsey yeah, is great. He did have a full week to prepare him this time. But, but like, it's, be careful it, with your words, by the way, saying I don't like him. You don't, I just well, wasn't happy with We were talking about Sue Peta and you were like, oh, well, we know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not great, dude. You go from Cam Jurgens to him. But, yeah, you're making a great point about Jeff Stoutland. I'm, I, I'm just the cohesion. Even... Like, regardless of who's in there, the, the, the amount of cohesion that they have and be able to play as a unit – is 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 unbelievable that you can limit and 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 keep Aaron Donald at bay, who's a game wrecker. He's been a game wrecker this whole season up until you you go up against the Eagles, and it was good stuff that we saw from the Eagles offensive line in this game. Kept Hurts well protected uh, and kept him off a, off the ground. Uh, I think they had like one sack the Rams, but not any to speak of. Although I will say uh, on that one play, we'll we'll talk about it now. So two twelve. In the third quarter, right? Third and seven. It's kind of a pivotal moment because if the Rams get the ball back, they have a chance to take the lead. Hertz eats two hits. He scrambles. He looks nobody mm. open. He scrambles on the way to the first down marker. He eats two hits. This is where defensive coordinators are ripping their hair out because they teach you. It literally, in, in Little League, they teach you to wrap up. Don't go for the hit. Wrap up, guys. And Jalen Hurts is one of those guys you have to wrap up because he ate both of those hits, stayed upright, and got the first down. But my God, <laughs> this man hurts. Rolled his ankle, like hyperextended his knee. Like I was not a good landing. For those of you that follow me on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen the clip that I put it out. I, I slowed it down and put it out and asked, how is this man hurts even walking right now? Because he is, 99% of players literally tear an ACL. They do something on, on this play, the way his knee was looking. He rolled an ankle and his knee bent like inwards. It was, it was, it was scary to look at because we've had bad uh, history. Eagles quarterbacks getting hurt in uh, Rams Stadium. So I was like, yo, we cannot lose our franchise quarterback again to the Rams. I'm not going through this again. And Hurts like roll, shook it off and just got up and, and went right back. I was I was waiting to do this podcast because I wanted to see if Sirianni had said anything about Jalen Hurts. He had his press conference a little while ago. He didn't say anything about it. So I'm just, you know, I, I want to see that injury report to make sure everything is okay with Jalen Hurts. But man, what a, what a play, though, to eat those hits. This is where... The, the the 600 pounds that everybody talks about the squatting the lower the lower body strength all of that all of that comes into effect to be able to eat these kind of hits stay up and and get extra yardage and those are the kind of plays that just that just take the confidence out of defenses it's third and long okay we we stopped them on first we stopped them on second third and seven this is our chance to get off the field let's do this and you defend well you cover well and hurts just makes you pay and gets a first down, and that is so demoralizing for the defense. It's soul-crushing for a defense to have to be back out there and be like, oh, my God, we can't stop them. We're out here. We're tired. My goodness. And the Eagles did that repeatedly in the second half of this game. But that play specifically sticks out as to why Jalen Hurts is, is almost like a superhero to take those kind of hits and put the team on his back, get that first down, and keep the drive rolling. Yeah, obviously I had the same initial reaction as you. Everybody in my house was losing their shit because they're like, oh, my God, he stays bro, on my life I flashed before too. my I, eyes, I, mean, I thought crazy. it was over. <laughs> I was like, please get up. I got Look crazy. Uh, but, hey, it's good to see he still has it in him. Um, for some reason, that was a concern from some people. I don't know if you were one of those people. If, obviously, avoid. he's been sliding a lot and avoiding hits, which is fine. I'm not going to do this whole debate and conversation again, but it's just nice to see he still has – like he's still that guy, man. He still can go out there and make a huge play on his legs if he, with his legs if he needs. This to, is the so. most 2022 esque play we saw from Jalen Hurts was today, right? You would say, yeah. I mean, 
Wow, I didn't know he had 15 rushes. Yeah, well, that some of those are tush pushes, but it is. It is yeah, what but it still, is. that's all. They, huh? Dude, they Heavy they dose. ended the game with like three QB sneaks. So <laughs> those all those all count too. But Jalen Hurts in this one, 25 for 38, 303 yards, one touchdown, and 72 rushing yards, and also had the interception. How do you feel about that pick anyway? Because I know you you are kind of like <sighs> indifferent towards Jalen Hurts taking shots deep when they're kind of unnecessary now obviously when it works out it's great but some shots i know you're just like you're you don't know how to feel about when jalen hurts is throwing balls deep well maybe you do know (laughs) how do you feel about it throw i mean i think you take the shot regardless it it works out more often than not three out of four times aj catches those balls it's just unfortunate that the one other time it gets picked off i don't know man this year do you exchange do you exchange the the turnovers for the successful plays are you okay with those yeah, balls I mean, getting picked off <laughs> because you're like, all right, like we can eat those picks because more often than not, the play works out. It looks like Sirianni was kind of irritated after that play. He was, he was giving Hurts the earful a little bit because part well, of it was a feels clear like, under a throw, man. Uh, not only that, but I feel like Hurts kind of, I feel like that wasn't the play design. I feel like Hurts kind of just did what he wanted to on that play, if that mm. makes sense. I think he like ignored the other reads and was like, I'm throwing to AJ, fuck it. And it didn't work out that time. And I think Sirianni was like, dude, do what the play says. Like, I know we love mm-hmm. AJ, and I know we love taking our shots, but that wasn't – this wasn't the time for it. Like, do what the hell I called. And I think that that's what that was about. Uh, but, yeah, your thoughts on taking those shots to AJ when they're not entirely necessary in those moments? <laughs> yeah, it's just there's been a, hand, a handful of times, it seems like, this year, just unnecessarily un- – unnecessary throws. Obviously, like, the product afterwards, like, you know – how accurate the ball is and stuff like that is a completely other thing. But there's times, and I get it, he's a 50-50 ball guy. Devontae is too. But like, and maybe we're only reacting this way because they were intercepted. But uh, I don't know. There's been other occasions where he's just kind of like forced certain throws and I don't necessarily love it, you know? And again, I know this, we have the guys to do these types of things. But, um, you know, on that play specifically, I mean, I guess a better throw probably gives us a better result. I'm not even saying it would have been six or whatever, but no, what you know what it was? It was the same throw that drew the defensive pass interference at the end of the half. I think Hertz was like he because in that play he knew he already knew that that was going to be a penalty, which is why he threw the ball at the end of the mm-hmm. second half. I think he was going for a similar result on that one, and Akilo Witherspoon, you know, this time read it perfectly and picked it off, and it was a great catch, both feet and bounds the whole bit. I don't want to take away from the play. That uh, that Witherspoon made, uh, but but that's I'll I'll take the uh, I'll take the uh, three the touchdowns that usually results in eighty percent of the time, so it's fine on 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 that regard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we brought up Quez earlier. Let's talk about Quez a little bit. 52 snaps in this one. Alameda Zacchaeus, only nine snaps. Uh, when is it time for OZ to eat into these snaps? Because, like we mentioned, that uh, that third down bubble screen and you ignore the blocks and you run right into the defender. No reason to be doing that. And we saw in the games that Quez was out. OZ's even downfield blocking. He's doing all the things a wide receiver three is supposed to do in this uh in this uh in this offense part of me <laughs> and I, I i try not to dig on quest too much because we all saw like the rager thing in his mental health situation and i want quest to be okay mentally but it just feels like he is ha- having a tough go right now the off season he said i'm gonna make y'all eat every every word <laughs> for lack of i don't want to put the put the language on here but he said for lack of a lack of a better term he said i'm gonna make y'all eat every word and this this and that and i feel like he's in his own head because uh, 99 out of 100 football players just run straight and get the first down. And Quez went on the outside. Devontae threw his hands up like, what the hell are you doing? Sirianni throwing his headphones off in disgust. These are things that 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 normal NFL players have to make. And we always talk about how to this point he's overperformed his draft position. We understand the six-round pick. He's done what he's done to this point. We're happy for it. But, man, when his contract's up, I don't think I don't think he's going to be here. When does when does OZ start taking over this role, man? <laughs> Cuz that play, I'm over. I'm just over the Quez Watkins experience. I'm over the whole all of it. I'm over all of it. This is why, you know what? This is why Jalen Hurts didn't throw to him in the end zone. I know everybody was like, "Oh my mm. god, Quez was up and jumping up and down." First of all, number 1, I don't think Quez is in any position to be demanding the ball in any situation. <laughs> so don't all call him for it and jump. I understand you're open, but it is what it is. But Jalen Hurts certainly saw him. And was like, I'd rather throw to Smitty in coverage than throw to you open, and I think that's why he made that. You, you think you think he saw him? I didn't get to see that. Nah, probably, I mean, probably, I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating, probably not. But I, even if he did saw him, he probably wasn't all that confident in throwing to him to begin with. So <laughs> it's it's wild. Yeah, it's just frustrating because uh, he clearly has talent, a lot of explosion, deep ball. You know, he's a deep threat, um, and. Yeah, but yeah, so is OZ. Just, so is OZ, and he gives you more at that position at this point. Yeah, you know what? So, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna say it again. I've been hammering the table all off season. I've been well, hammering the table. What makes a good wide this. receiver three? You know what makes a good wide receiver three? Jarvis Landry. Everything he does. Who's still a free agent, by the way? Can we get him oh, here? Boy. It's about time. Can we do it? What are we waiting for, Howie? God, unless we're, if we're not gonna play OZ, then bring in Jarvis Landry. Like this Quez infatuation has to end, and it has to end now. I've seen enough. We've done enough. we got a Super Bowl to win, and I can't have Quez Watkins costing me another Super Bowl. There, I said it. He cost mm. us the Super Bowl. I said it. I've been trying to absolve of him the blame. Yes, the Hurts fumble, but Quez was another big reason. You catch that ball, we win the game, I'm over it. I don't want to be in another position where Quez is costing us another chance at a championship. I'm ending this here. End it now. Nip it in the butt early. Bring yeah, in Jarvis Landry. It seem like he's mentally Play tough. Because he did, he did drop that one ball. I want to say, was that uh, the last game? It was the game before the last one. Uh, before it was the game. No, I think it was the game before it was the Tampa the Commanders game. No, the Tampa game. The Tampa game. Because he dropped a ball, and then Hertz came back to him the very next play on a crucial third down, and it wasn't. It was like Tampa. It was long, Tampa. It was, like it was the Tampa. It was the Tampa game. Yeah. So, you know, hey, just 
as a wide receiver three, you're barely in this offense as a wide receiver three, you're not going to get a lot of targets. And that's a tough job. You got to go out there, do the dirty work, and maybe going to get two targets a game. Like it's it's a tough gig. Oz's good for it. Quez, I don't know, man, but I'm 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 done with it. I'm 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 I refuse. I refuse. I can't do it. Let's talk about a guy who is certainly <laughs> making his impact felt on this team, and that is Jalen Carter, adding two more sacks to his rookie resume and i'm running out of things to say about the kid man because like i we understand why he fell to nine there were plausible reasons there were legal reasons it was still wild for, for a talent perspective for him to fall that far and now he is number one in pressures number one in the league in hurries and number one or number three in the league in sacks across all defensive tackles in the nfl not just rookie steven all of them in the nfl this man jalen carter is i haven't seen the latest odds but he should be leading defensive rookie of the year uh, you know, bet slips. I'm sure Devin Witherspoon got some got some more looks after the game he had last week. But the things that Jalen Carter is doing, I mean, I, this this felt like a this felt like a kind of pass the torch moment. You know, Aaron Donald, everybody was talking about him, and he didn't make an impact, and Jalen Carter certainly did. I feel like there was a there was a there was the torch was passed in this game. But I, I'm out of words to say about Jalen Carter, Stephen. Do you have any? Because I have. I I don't know what else to say about the kid right now. He's a game wrecker. He's a true game wrecker. The fact that defensive coordinators have to game plan for this guy, a defense that has, mind you, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, who didn't play yesterday, but these are teams with bona fide stars on their defense, and defensive coordinators have to sit there and say, we have to worry about this kid, Jalen Carter. We have to worry about this rookie. This dude might be an all-pro as a rookie. It might Mm. happen if he continues on this pace. Still can't believe he's an eagle. Um... That's why draft night was so fun. How fun was, remember how fun draft night was? Like, it was just like, like, it's always fun. But we said, and we've been saying, he was the steal of the draft and he just continues to prove us right. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be this good. I didn't think he was going to be this good that this quickly. Um, Just, <laughs> and I just love how we build our team, man. Like, this is the formula. Like, honestly, you can never count the Eagles out. Obviously, our roster as currently, as currently stands is amazing, arguably one of the best in the league. But, like, even if injuries, you know, God forbid, even if injuries start to rack up, if they start to lose some talent, maybe you guys retire, you lose free agents, whatever happens, as long as this is the formula, and it has been the formula, like, this is why we've been, you know, every time the Eagles go through a retool slash rebuild, quote-unquote, period, it's always a way quicker turnaround than everybody imagined. And honestly, you know, you and me being more optimistic, being obviously in the trenches every single day with this team, like we both can admit we didn't think the turnaround from the Wentz regime, Wentz slash Doug Peterson, we didn't think the turnaround would be this quick. Mm-mm. No way. And when I say turnaround, I mean, like I don't even necessarily mean the team getting back to the Super Bowl because that's just unbelievable. I just mean turnaround to being a team that can make the playoffs and like have at least a shot period to, you know, do something. It's wild because most of the offseason, everybody's like, we have to replace Javon Hargrave. You know, Jalen Carter's not going to be as good as Javon Hargrave. He's doing more than Hargrave did when, his, uh, when he was with the team last season. Hargrave is having a very good start to the season with the, with the 49ers. So that tells you the kind of impact that Jalen Carter is having. Uh, Carter joins just two other rookies that recorded three and a half sacks as rookies in Eagles history, Stephen. The others being Reggie White and Corey Simon. And that is hell of a, hell of a company to be 
a part of. Speaking of sacks, Hassan Reddick coming on. I knew once that sack came off, I mean, once that cast, once that cast mm. came off around his thumb, around his hand, all bets were off. But like I said in prior pods, uh, he had a slow start to the season last year and then caught on two sacks at the end of this game. That last one, that game clinching one, my God, that was that was a, that was a let him know sack. That was a, I'm here, I'm here. Don't forget I'm here. And and if he didn't get there, Jalen Carter was getting there because he shed two guys on the way to Stafford as well. And Tutu Atwell was open on that play. If if Stafford had two, three extra seconds, he might have found Tutu Atwell. Stafford missed a couple passes that, that could have gone the distance in these throws. One to Cooper, one to Atwell uh, earlier in the games. But, man, Hassan Reddick coming on. If you have all these guys on fire at the same time, Carter, Jordan Davis, Josh Sweat, uh, uh, Hassan Reddick, my God, this defense is, is difficult to stop. They're already going to be – I mean, they're already difficult to stop at this point. But like I said, if Reddick – wasn't wasn't there. Jalen Carter was right there to clean it up. And this defensive line, like you mentioned, is where the team is built through. It's where the success is built through. And uh, if the coverage holds up on the back end, I think we're going to be okay. Cindy Brown should be returning soon. Reed Blankenship is fine for now. Terrell Edmonds, not that great. Linebacker play is average, but we can get by with average because the defensive line is is so good. And like I said, if the coverage holds up, if the coverage holds up, Jalen Carter is going to get even even more sacks, but yeah, man, Hassan, thing, it must, it must man. be like, good for Hassan Reddick to, to to get it going because I know some people had some questions after the first few games. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that always was going to be the strongest unit on the defense, the uh, strong suit of the defense. Um, I, I can't help but be a little concerned about the secondary, and it's not even a health. It's not even a health thing, man. I just you just you do start to wonder, obviously. Well, at this point, what are you doing? You're starting three corners, thirty plus years old, between Roby, Bradbury, yeah, I and mean, Slay. Like this is where Yeah, I mean, it certainly could be worse, I guess, right? And they played so great last year. It's a it's again, it's a new scheme. I don't know how much different it is, but I, I do I do hope they can st- those guys can stay healthy and because I, I am just curious to see, like, man, I, I wonder, you know, what Desai has planned for them, if there's like any new wrinkles or whatever it is he has planned for them, you know, because like like you said, all they have to do is hold up, which I don't think is asking too much out of guys who have been around for a while. I know they're older. I uh, just need them to stay healthy. But like, I, I do, I do start to wonder, like, you know, because last year, what made this team so special is like, obviously similar to this team so far as they can win in so many different ways. I'm curious to see like when the secondary, because there was a few moments last year I'm thinking of specifically where the secondary got, hmm, they kind of carried the defense. Like it felt like our pass rush wasn't getting there because Lord, Lord knows, Gannon just doesn't like the didn't like the blitz for whatever. So, a lot of times QBs would have a lot of time to throw. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's gonna be gonna be fun to watch as the season goes on. But I'll certainly give some credit to Sean Desai for the adjustments he was able to make at halftime, keeping Stafford and Cooper Cup in check uh, because they were certainly lighting us up in the first half. And I was like, oh man, is this gonna be all game long? Cooper Cup might have two hundred. 200 yards but the Eagles do move on to 5 and 0. Nick Sirianni, the first coach in Eagles history to start the season 5 and 0 in back-to-back seasons. And Jalen Hurts is now the first quarterback in NFL history to have two separate win streaks of 11 plus games under the age of 25 years old. So we're making history across the across the thing Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni all they are doing is winning together as they remain undefeated with the very uh, impressive-looking 49ers. I hate to give them credit, but they've won 15 straight regular season games. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to ignore. And I, I know that we're, you know, Brock Purdy was doing all that crying and all this, and we're all giving him flag. But Purdy is undefeated in, uh, in uh, what you call it, undefeated in regular season two. So uh, we're looking ahead a little bit to December, but there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of buzz 
surrounding that 49ers and Eagles game, there has going to have to be some sort of seeding implications by the time by the time that game rolls around. You would think and if, it's, they, if it's they both the, keep uh, winning, the one seed is the only one that gets the bye week. Yeah, it's just one seed that gets the bye week. Everyone else will be playing in the in the, in the wild card. That so kind of sucks. There's certainly going to be some seeding implications in uh in that one. But the Eagles have to worry about the Jets, the Dolphins. They got some teams to worry about before because those Dolphins, man, seven of the ten fastest players in the league belong on that roster. So. You know what though, man, you don't want to overlook the Jets either, man, because they've given some teams like their best punch. You know, like they beat the Bills. They made that Chiefs game rather interesting, didn't they? So. Don't want to overlook them. Certainly don't want to do that. It's we'll have to one see. game at a time. We'll have to see. Any other final points uh, you want to put on the on this game? Very good. Eagles win. Very solid. Eagles win. Still some things to figure out in the red zone. Don't like drives. Stalling there, but I'm sure they'll get all those things ironed out. But this is the most complete game we have seen from Philadelphia to, to this season. Or for, for the season to this point. Yeah, just I'm excited to see how they build upon it. You, you can clearly tell um, something I should have mentioned earlier. I don't know if you noticed this, but like obviously I feel like Hertz has been stringing together some really encouraging passing games the last few weeks, last mm-hmm. three plus weeks, I'd probably say, especially after how we started the season. Um, I don't know. He just looked like, especially that first drive, he just looked very, very locked in. They looked organized. Like, again, my thing with him is I know he can throw the deep ball, but I, I and you know me, I always harp on the intermediate game, but the thing I love most, especially in this game, you saw it a lot in that first drive, like that tight window throw to Goddard for that touchdown. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like he he's locked in, his feet are set, delivering the ball, letting it rip. By the way, like not holding on to it, like getting it out quick. Like that that's, I think he's at his best when he plays that way, that way because then everything opens up. There's the threat of him running, obviously, this offensive line holding up. But what, what, if he's if Jalen Hurts is getting the ball out that quickly, I don't know how you guard this offense because then everything opens up. They start they you know the defense starts playing up close on the receivers, which you don't want to fucking do with these guys. None of these guys. The first those top three guys like Devontae AJ, AJ will burn you. AJ will AJ will throw you to the ground. <laughs> Goddard can't be guarded one on one. He's a monster, by the way. Like you really saw his yakka, but you saw the whole package from him in this game, which yeah. was awesome to see. So it's just like I, I really want to see more of that wrinkle from this offense, especially because like they they've been great at opening up game scoring lately. Um, but I just think in general, when this when this offense tends to stall out, like that's what, I want to see them get back to that. And also, I should mention, like it seems like they are throwing to the backs a lot more too, which is encouraging. Like DeAndre Swift's awesome, as you know, he does everything really, and even like Kenny Gainwell can provide a little something there too. So it's just like you know those little things, and it, it it's tough because uh, that little wrinkle there with with Quez Watkins obviously didn't work. Maybe if they throw that to Zacchaeus, we get a much different result. Like if that's or Smitty. Or Smitty, somebody or, else. Yeah, Devonta. I mean, Devonta somebody, only six you know? yards in this game. One catch for six yards in this game. Everybody yeah. has to kind of sit and, and and take their turns. Uh, Dallas Goddard in the first four weeks, eighty-eight yards. Philly's yesterday. just scored. They're up one-zero. Sorry. Yeah. Game about two. Time. Let's go. Boom RBI. Alec Boom RBI machine. What else is new? Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, eight catches, one hundred and seventeen yards, and a touchdown yesterday. So he got the yards and the score he was looking for. Uh, so that's very encouraging. Uh, as well, so yeah, they're taking the bubble wrap off of off of Jalen Hurts a little bit here. So that's encouraging to see as as the season as we enter this tough stretch after the uh, after the uh, after the Jets is when we start getting. Well, he the just gauntlet. looks so much better and confident when he's like assertive throwing that ball. You know, like getting it out quick. Like I like that stuff better. You know, if it's mm-hmm. a five yard pass, 
so be it. You're moving the chains and, you know, it's it's a rhythm thing too. Like you can cl- clearly tell it, it it just builds like that confidence in the entire offense. It just opens up the playbook, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the at the uh, the running back stats here. DeAndre Swift, six for 38. Kenneth Gainwell had a catch for seven yards uh, himself. So certainly using the checkdowns more too, which will help you stay mm-hmm. upright. I know we, we, we say we want less of Kenny Gainwell, uh, but he does his job in pass protection. He does a good job of picking up picking up rushers. Uh, so I'll give Kenneth Gainwell that contributing to keeping Jalen Hurts upright. So so I definitely like to uh, to see that stuff. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Philly Pod, brought to you by the LibertyLine.com. I'm your host as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast: Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else. You get your shows. Be sure to rate five stars. Leave those reviews. They all help with the exposure of the show. Steven, where can the people find you? What you got cooking up over there on your end? Sorry if you uh, saw my eyes looking a little odd there. My dad is downstairs streaming or watching the game on cable, so he's ahead of me, and he just heard him yell, let's go. I don't know. Basis anyway, load. you asked. Oh, yeah, Stephen Conrad Jr. on all socials, guys. <laughs> I'm going to call it Twitter till the day I die, okay? This it's whole X thing's annoying. It's still Twitter. At my job, I had to redesign all of these damn Canva templates with the new X logo because the Twitter one was there before, and it's stupid looking. And it's just, just we're so de- stupid. We're dealing, with, we're dealing with no more headlines on Twitter, which is annoying. Now we, now, now articles are just images because Elon don't doesn't want to push false narratives or whatever the case is. So it's 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 ridiculous but we'll figure it out moving forward we'll catch you guys later in the week for a preview i leave for a wedding on thursday so maybe i'll record something wednesday night uh to get it out for you guys i'll be back in time for the game on sunday uh but we'll see how all that goes but uh until then guys be safe we'll catch you on the next one peace out from the philly pop Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.